You're listening to Barter with Christine with your host, profit improvement expert, Christine Radovich. Listen live each Monday at 2 as Christine talks with business owners on how to increase cash flow and grow profits. Happy Monday. Well, it's the last day of the month and the year. This is it. After today, 2018 is gone. It's time to close down the books and get your financials to your accountant. So how was your year? I hope it was a great one for you. Did it go as well as you had expected? What could you have done better? So on the last day of the year, I like to reflect on the year that went by, ever so quickly, I might add. And I also like to look to my future and write down my business goals as well as personal ones. Have you written down your goals yet? If you are not writing down your goals on paper, you need to. Be accountable to yourself throughout the coming year to make sure your goals are being met. Daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly goals are important to keep yourself on track. It takes some discipline, but it's well worth the outcome. If you are a business owner listening in today, one of my favorite quotes is, the speed of the leader sets the pace for the pack. Being at the top of your game is important. When you win, it's a great feeling knowing you had a plan, you were committed, and you achieved the results you desired. But when you lose, how do you handle that? No one likes to experience a loss, but it's how you handle that loss that sets you up to move forward and for future successes. The sting only stings for so long, so don't dwell on it, but learn from it. Sometimes sales can be down despite your best efforts, but recognizing where the problems occur is what's important. With the new year that will be here tomorrow, I have several questions for this week that I would like you to think about. Is your company running like a well-oiled machine, or is it putzing and puttering along? Are you doing things to develop new business? Is your frontline or sales team performing at its best? Are they producing? Are you helping your team achieve results? I am going to repeat that. Are you helping your team to achieve results? You would be surprised at how many companies hire sales reps, give them training and the preliminary tools to do the job, then they set goals and only monitor whether or not they are reaching their goals, reprimanding those that do not meet their quota but offer no ongoing training or support tools to help them better their performance. And when it comes to other staff members, especially internal ones and customer service skills in general, this is another area that is sorely lacking in training within most small businesses. Have you ever gone to a store or restaurant and the cashier or wait staff was just going through the motions, barely cracking a smile? No customer service skills whatsoever. That employee doesn't even take the time to smile or greet you is a direct reflection on your company. But even if your dollars are stretched thin or non-existent, there are things that you can do to have a better handle on the results within your business. Measuring progress is important as well as making necessary changes along the way. For instance, if you have an appointment scheduler or people making sales calls for you, Are you just tracking the amount of calls they make, or are you taking a more in-depth look at the results? Now, my formula for this is an easy one, but it gives me a lot of information so that I know where we need to make changes. 
So if your caller makes 25 calls, let's say in an hour or an afternoon, and they only get through to three people, then that tells me they're either making calls at the wrong time of day for that business type or are possibly having gatekeeper problems. Conversely, if they are getting through to 10 or more decision makers out of 25, but they are all not interested, then I know it must be what the caller is saying. So by looking at the numbers that are written down on call sheets, broken down by category, we then know where the problems are and what changes need to be made. There are many other tells that a simple call sheet can provide, but the idea here is writing things down allows you to measure the results and find the areas that need improvement. So whether you're in sales, customer service, or the leader of a company, if you do not consistently and regularly hone your skills and the skills of your staff and measure progress, you are doing yourself and your company a disservice. Investing in yourself and your employees is one of the single most important things you can do for the growth of your business. Now, if you're thinking you do not have a budget for professional training or you're too small, uh, that's where Barter ties into this. You know, first of all, you're never too small. Even Joe the plumber can use some personal development. So Atlantic Barter can help you open up a budget for professional and personal development, turn your excess time or inventory into purchasing power, and Atlantic Barter will bring you the new customers. For more information, visit AtlanticBarter.com. There's also a Facebook page for Atlantic Barter if you prefer that social media outlet. Now, let me go back to my question about... Have you written out your goals for next year? If you did, did you include personal development or training for your staff? If not, I hope I provided you with some food for thought to do so. Now, my in-studio guest today is one of my favorite people that I enjoy doing business with, and he knows all about personal development and implementing the right training and support tools for your business. The fabulous one and only Joe White of Joe White Global, the Profit Gorilla, and the host of the Profit Maker Radio Show that airs right after this program, right here on WWDBAM at 2.30 p.m. every Monday, is back with me to further discuss today's topic. Joe White, thank you for coming back to the Barter with Christine show. Hello, Christine. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Your voice is so soothing. <laughs> I'm serious. It's Jeez. like I'm listening over here and I got 16 million things I got to get done today. And I'm like, oh, it's like better than Xanax. Man. I should be your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love having you on the air with me today. And thank, thank you. you for that compliment. I, I Keep on. Don't stop. <laughs> well, you are a wealth of knowledge, and you have helped so many companies and individuals with your expertise. Um, I know I'm a personal fan, uh, not just a customer, and we are going to talk about that more later on today. But writing down goals and measuring progress and results is the topic today, and you surely know all about that. So with the new year upon us, I'd like to first talk about the importance of writing one's goals down for the new year. What are your thoughts? on that, Joe? So I've been working with individuals and businesses in aspects for the past 20 years. And one of the things inevitably happens is, you know, we sit down, either I give them homework assignment or I get them an opportunity to write down their goals and they come in they got nothing in their hands. And I say to them, did you write down, did, did you do your homework? Did you write down your goals? Like, yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, where is it? And they point to their head, <laughs> right? 
I'm like, you didn't do your homework, right? There is A, something magical happens in the process of writing things down and putting them on paper. The great Jim Rohn said, if your life is worth living, it is worth recording. Wow. Right? So I'm a big fan of journaling. I've been journaling now for 22 years on a regular basis. And every this period, right, the period around Christmas into New Year's, I spent uh, this whole process that I do, and part of it is writing down goals. But the key is not just to write down your goals, because most people make the mistake where they write them down the beginning of the year, and they usually look at them 365 days later, right? <laughs> right? The secret is to write your goals down, your top 10 goals, right? And it had to be written in the positive. We'll talk more about the mechanics of this, but write them down twice a day. It's training your brain and your nervous system. Wow. Okay? Write them down. Just rewrite them over and over again twice a day. Legal pad, journal book, whatever ever works for you. But writing them down makes it real. And that's one of the biggest challenges. People love setting goals, but they don't want it to be too real. Then it puts that pressure on you. What if I don't succeed? Oh my God. And then you get caught in that conundrum. But that's really the pressure that you want. It's just like salespeople. Right. Salespeople have to have sales goals because when you look at the end of the month, you're sitting on the 22nd day, you're still 25% short of your goal. That pressure that we don't like will strive us. I can't tell you. I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm calling. Who can I close? Who can I close? Who can I reach out to? <laughs> and that's what drives us. Right. And it's just like I mentioned earlier, you know, you love that feeling of achievement, but people really don't like the feeling when they don't meet their goals. You know, they feel some sort of way about that. But it's how you handle that and use that to drive you forward. But I think it was really profound what you said about writing that down twice a day. I hadn't really thought about doing that. Yeah. And that's a great tip. So it seems everyone includes a health or fitness goal in their New Year's resolutions, but how do we encourage people to take it one step further and include personal and business development goals as well? Well, if I could share, a part of my process is I write down my one-year vision. And again, you want to write this in positive tense, not I will or I want. It is 2020, and this is what I created. In there, I describe what I want personally, in my body, in my life, in my business, financially, spiritually. And then I chunk down from there my top 10 goals that I need to achieve to get there. So that's kind of like, like my, my secret there to, to write them down and to include many, many things. Because if if you don't have, if you just talk total business, if you don't have sales goals, right, that stay, what I mean by that is I work with, we a lot of businesses bring us in, and the first thing, you know, when we start talking about it, what they do, how they do it, is, well, we set a $25,000 sale goal, but the beginning, two weeks into the month, we were really short, so we lowered the goal to make it more winnable. And that's like the worst thing you can do, Wow. right? It's about striving up, and and... This is going to sound a little bit like contradictory, but it's not about hitting the goal. It's about going after that big vision. It's about how you sh how you show up towards your goals. Goals are just mile markers in the pursuit of that vision, that place that you want to be emotionally, physically, spiritually. 
financially in a year. So if you don't get a goal, okay, but what are you going to do now for the next month to achieve it? And really, you know, if you're not healthy, if you're not growing your business, if you're not great in your relationship, it all impacts each other. That's why a holistic approach is really the strongest and best suited way of getting what you want. Wow. Well, that is some serious information there. I hope people are taking note because you're hearing it from an expert. Uh, you know, I know that I've worked with you, and I, I learned that long time ago. Uh, I did some training with you, and you told me you have to be okay with yourself. You know, even because you helped me identify how hard I am on myself. I couldn't recognize that pattern of behavior. It really took someone outside looking in to say, you know, do you know you're really hard on yourself? Well, I am because I'm always trying to achieve that next that next level and I, I want to achieve greatness. But you have to learn how to be okay with yourself even if you don't meet those goals. And I think what you were saying, how, you know, someone wanting to lower that goal is probably their way of easing the pain of what they might feel for not, you know, getting getting to where they wanted to be. It's disgusting. I hear it all the mm-hmm. time. You know, people say, like, there's, there's this whole thing called SMART goals. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. That is, was created by people who want to settle. It's the worst formula in the world, okay, <laughs> because you don't want realistic goals because you're limiting yourself. Because think about this. If you set a goal for 100000 I set a goal for 50000 you only do 75% of your goal. I hit a hundred. You're still further along. We, we, we get too short-sighted. We got to see the longer picture of it. And what happens is when we get, when we lower our goals, lower expectations, like we get caught like, oh, small wins matter. No, no, no. Small wins don't matter. Because that's settling. I want the big win. Now, I'm okay at times not hitting my goal because I know that's going to happen. But I am committed about what I do, how I show up in the pursuit of that vision. That's my ultimate plan because at the end of the day, you and I could sit down to do a sales strategy and it, it just may not work. right? I, I, I'm not married to the process. I'm married to the result. So I'll change up my approach consistently and often, tacking however I need to to get where I want to go. Right. Well, that's that's great. Um, so I, we're going to take a short break here. I just wanted to mention uh, if you would like a free fact sheet on seven little known facts on how you can grow your business without costing you a penny, go to weloveourcustomers.biz slash barter. We love our customers dot biz slash barter for your free fact sheet. We're going to take a two minute break and we will be back with Joe in the studio. Thank you. Jim, your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. How did they help you? Well, through them, I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. 
Be smarter, think barter. Visit them on the web at atlanticbarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650. My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences. Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon for obvious reasons. I'm 88 years old. 484-562-0060. And you're back with Barter with Christine. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. My in-studio guest today is Joe White of Joe White Global, the amazing one and only expert at what he does, personal and business development. I encourage you to listen in. A lot of good information being shared here today. So we were talking about goals, personal and business development. Joe, what would you say are the top three skills needed to be a successful entrepreneur? Because oftentimes, you know, people get the same goals every year. They write them down last year. They don't achieve them. And next thing you know, they're on their same list this year. I think the three keys to be a successful entrepreneur, business owner, is number one, you got to stay hungry. Somewhere along the line, we, I hate the word like content. You know, I'm content with where I'm at. I'm satisfied. I got in an argument one once because I said, I hate the word satisfied. Like you should be sad. I'm, I'm not satisfied. As a human being, I'm designed and wired to grow and push outside my comfort zone. I am never satisfied. Now I am grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for what I have accomplished, what I have in my life. But you should, you have to find ways to be hungry. The second one I, I'll steal here. Wait, before you say that, I, it just reminds me of Les's, Les Brown's book, You've Got to Be Hungry. He yes. is fabulous. If you don't know Les Brown, I encourage you to go check him out. But his You've Got to Be Hungry book is amazing. And, and, and the yeah. thing about hunger is what gets you hungry today isn't what's going to keep you hungry in a year. You have to keep changing it. If you look at great sports athletes, Tom Brady, right? We hate him in Philadelphia, but look, he's <laughs> the GOAT, Right. He has always found reasons internally and externally to motivate him because staying motivated is hard. It is so hard, especially after you're successful. You have a great, you have a great sales month and then the next month it drops off, right? You see that stuff all the time. So learning what it takes, your recipe to stay hungry is important. The next two I steal from a, a business development financial guru, Peter um, Drucker and Peter says the two primary purposes of every business is marketing and innovation, right? You can't stay stale and you got to keep marketing yourself. And I think that's what happens. I think businesses either they get stale or worse, the worst thing that happens, they get some success and they go, I discovered the secret formula. 
Well, the secret formula only works for so long, right? You have to stay within your lane, right? You can't do 6 million different things, but you have to keep innovating and growing and evolving. If you don't, then you'll be out of business real quick. So I think it's hunger, staying hungry, finding out what your hunger recipe is. Number two, marketing your business, investing in the marketing of your business, right? And then innovating your product and your brand, which means don't fall in love with anything in your business. Because if you're not willing to give it up so you can move forward, right? You're trapped. So go back to when Steve Jobs was here and they changed the name from Apple Computers to Apple. And all the Apple people went, oh my God, you can't do this. We're <laughs> Apple Computers. But he knew the future wasn't in computers. It was everything else. You can't fall in love as a business owner to what you do. You got to stay focused on not even what's next, but what's beyond that. Right. And, and that's a good uh, example, too. He had the He had the vision to move forward and be innovative and look at the success that they've had since then. The first thing he did was when he came back to Apple was chop, you know, chop off a lot of the product lines that people would love that weren't making money because they were so bloated as a company. They had so many different product lines. It was so confusing. And clearly it set Apple on a new trajectory. So you have to. Right. And from a marketing standpoint, that is one company everyone should look to and follow because they truly have fans. They don't just have customers. They have fans. If you're an Apple raving person, fans. raving fans, that's right. If you're an Apple person, you're talking about your Apple, you love Apple, you're not going to use an Android. You know, you, you, you're you an Apple person. Um, but there's people that don't feel that way about other products or other companies. And how do we achieve that? And we're going to talk about that on my show, (laughs) The Profit Maker Show, coming up right after Barter with Christine. But I'll tell you, there's companies out there that has done it for decades, right? Mm -hmm. Apple, Harley-Davidson, Disney, Mm -hmm. okay? Burberry, great, great companies who have loyal bases. And I tell you why it's so important to build them, not only from a psychological standpoint, but the cost of customer acquisition. That's right. So... What would, talking about these goals, getting back to goals, what are the reasons that people fail to get the results that they want? Because they pick a number because they think they should pick a number. Number one reason why anyone, personal, professional, relationship, spiritual, does not matter, why they don't get their goal is they don't believe it's achievable. Sure, they'll talk themselves into it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. But emotionally, Mm -hmm. see, understand, psychology says what what we know cognitively isn't always aligned up with what we believe emotionally. So they'll say it, but they don't emotionally believe it. So they'll take some action. They'll fall short. They'll have a story. They'll find people with similar stories, right? Oh, yeah, that happens to me too. (laughs) And then they form a Facebook group, right? And they have a club and they commiserate on why they don't get what they want. You got to believe it. Number two, you need accountability, right? If you want to coach, go to getlifecoaching.com. Start your own, right? Start your own coaching group, mastermind, men's group, women's group, breakfast group. It does not matter. You need people to hold your butt, you know, to the fire. That's right. Because we'll make excuses, not because we're bad people or we don't want it, just because it's human nature. We need someone to tell us what we don't want to hear, but we need to hear. 
And then number three, they just don't have a plan, right? It's that whole secret. Remember the book, The Secret? Oh, absolutely. I bought five copies of The Secret, <laughs> right? I thought I got a defective copy. There was no chapter called Taking Massive Action, right? Nothing. So what happens is we hope, we wish one day it's, and we get caught up in like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire, right? We get caught up in the feeling, but we need a strategy. And then the strategy leads to that massive, consistent, persistent action. And whether you develop your own strategy, you pay someone help you do it, you go to Atlantic Barter and you find a business coach or a, a, someone who does strategy work and you help that way, or you look at a great company and you steal their plan. Not like steal, but <laughs> model <laughs> them. Right. right. <laughs> you need a plan to get there and it has to add up. In other words, you, if you've never done a million dollars gross sales, you can't, and you're you're sitting at like fifteen thousand, you can't just say, "Oh my God, I'm going to hit, we're going to do a million dollars," unless you have that pathway to success. That's where the strategy comes in. So, what entrepreneurial tricks do you have you discovered to keep yourself focused and productive in your day to day busy schedule? Maybe you can share something with the listeners here today that could be helpful to them because you're you're very systematic. Two things. One is a quote from a Philly legend, Dr. J, and his quote was, I demand more for myself than anyone could ever ask. And when I first heard that, it inspired me, and I kept it in there too. Number two is I involve people. I have coaches out there. I have people to keep me accountable. I got people to tell me that's not a good idea. So I'm not afraid of, of like failure. I'm not afraid of feedback. I think one of the most important skills in any area is your ability to remain coachable. You got to be coachable and you got to put yourself in that situation. So I get that accountability. I hold my health to, self to high, a high standard. And lastly, I, I got big goals, right? And I'm emotionally attached to them. I will, I, I'm finding ways to make that happen. They are important ingredients in that success. Well, Joe, we are wrapping up here with a little bit of time left. It goes so quickly, doesn't it? It does. But we're going to continue this because on Joe's show, I'm going to be right here with you as well. We're swap seats. We are. We're swapping seats and sharing information, and we're just going to continue (laughs) on this path because we want to share this information with business owners out there and get you on the right track for the new year. So, Joe, wrap it up with how to get in contact with you. Easy. Um, you can go to our website, theprofitgorilla.com. You can also go to getlifecoaching.com. Or you can just email me. I'll give you my email, right? It's me, M-E, at joewhiteglobal.com. Love to chat with you. Right. And for more information on how you can barter services like this, you can go to AtlanticBarter.com. That's Atlantic like the ocean and barter, B-A-R-T-E-R.com. As always, be smarter, think barter, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.